You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, my check waifu waifu. Tell, is that you? I see a new complex hat on your head. This is episode 150 of my check waifu waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. Uh, they just released uh, a few classic sets that they had previously in the shop that was extremely popular. It just dropped some more, so check them out at lucomplex.com. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Uh, don't talk about it. That's it. DontTalkShop.com. Uh, hey, listen. This is episode 150 of My Check Waifu Waifu. We come to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. EST. We only miss one Tuesday in our entire career recording. That's so why we have 150 fucking episodes. That's crazy. And <sighs> I'm going to do it. I don't care. I, we don't really like to gloat, but... The content has been special. It's been great. Consistently. Very, very consistently great. And I'm extremely proud of it. So thank you all so much for rocking with us. And and to be honest, without these Patreon supporters, we could not do any of this. Every last one of you has been extremely, uh, I guess, what's the word, valuable to this this company, to to this business, to this venture that we're doing. Like, we can't thank you guys enough for supporting us in any amount helps. So thank you all so much. But... Shout out to our Patreon producers, ABM Brown, Dre, the GOAT G, Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. Explicitly, thank you, Monique Williams and Nachi. And then thank you all, everybody else, Blind Anime Podcast for supporting Booty Senpai. Thank you so much for supporting us. Worst Generation Podcast, Alan, Crystal, Cry Food, and Rob. Thank you all so much for just supporting us for as long as you guys have. It's very special. It means the world we to love us. love y'all. Definitely love y'all. Listen, we got a lot to talk about. One of the things we're going to talk about is a new movie that just dropped, and I'm an anime movie aficionado. Like, I fucking love anime movies. I watched a lot of them. I know a lot of them. So, I have some things to say and share. We're going to talk about a couple of new shows that I've watched, a couple of new shows that Tell watched, something Tell read, and as well as a spoiler talk in the second half of the show after the music break. Spoiler talk will be Spy Family. It will be... Hmm. What else, Tell? Uh, Spy Family. Um, let's talk about Love After World Domination. Okay. Uh, in spot, uh, spoiler talk too, because Ash. Okay. I got some, I got some specific statements about that. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, uh, and let's let's go to uh, let, let, let's throw in. I really don't want to throw in Rising of the Shield Hero. We don't have to because it, it was what the community likes to call mid summertime rendering. Let's do it. All right, that'll be the spoilers talk in the second half of the show. Before we get into the main things, tell what was your episode of the week this week? I struggle with this. Um, it's not uh, what Ash wanted it to be because Ash commented and told me that my episode of the week needed to be a love after world domination. Mm. He didn't understand how it couldn't be after this week's episode. Mm. Um, which I, I agree, it was a pretty good episode, but 
I watched Ayoashi. I watched uh, Summertime Rendering. I watched uh, The Greatest Demon Lords Were Born in the Temple of Nobody. I watched I'm Quitting Heroing. And so many of these just had really, really like great episodes. But my episode of the week was Trapped in a Dating Sim this week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is funny because I mean, as Ad, like I should know this, I'm probably more of the Love After World Domination fan here than Till. Um, I'm not trying to claim any anything, but I think I like it a little bit more than he does. Fucking mm-hmm. fantastic episode this week. But, but I absolutely have to give it to Spy Family this week. Mm-hmm. Spy oh my God. Family was it was a brilliant fucking episode and I must say I am so thankful that this, this show is going on <laughs> I put out a tweet on our uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu I put out a, a tweet on our Mike Check Waifu Waifu Twitter page and I said you know no anime and this is real life no anime goes by faster than Spy Family that shit just comes and it goes and it ends it's like it feels like I've been watching it for five minutes by the time the credits start rolling. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Why did the time go by so fast? And I hate it. I can't stand it because I want more of it. <laughs> right. Can, can I talk about an anime that felt like it didn't go by fast though this week? Talk to me. And you probably watched it, but Tamadachi Game. Yeah. I feel like this episode, like these episodes slowing down. Uh, and I saw it was, I think it was like less time this episode than Spy Family. And it just, it's like slowing down. Yeah, uh, it's fucking. I don't it's, know. It's I almost feel like it might be doing too much. Is that is that the thing? I get, I think we talked about it last week, and I think we both gave very great um, estimations as to what we think is going to happen in the show. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I <laughs> it's just kind of it's kind of silly. It's kind of silly because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of exactly what we think it was going to be, and it's just kind of predictable. And I don't, I don't think I'm as entertained as I was when it first started. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it dropped off a lot since that first episode. Yeah, maybe y'all feel different. Uh, let us know. Write us at Mike Check Wife on Twitter. Let us know if y'all feel the same way we do. It's still not as bad as Platinum End, though. No, no, no. Hell, it's not even bad. That's the crazy part. <laughs> it's not even bad. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's just okay. It's just okay. I keep forgetting that Coleman Can't Communicate came out too, and it's fucking so good too. But yeah, so it's still Spy Family is still the best. Yeah. Um, it was really good. I can't wait to talk about that too. Yeah, for sure. What um, what new does Tell have to bring this week? So I randomly, uh, I was, I was uh randomly going through my uh, like the just the spring list, and I saw the last summoner. Okay. Uh, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, let's just pick this up. I like summoning shit. I play games where you summon shit. Like, yeah, gotcha let me both. Like like, let me check it out real quick. And uh, <laughs> I turned it on, and it's it's that typical Chinese animation. It's a it's a Chinese anime, so it's that typical Chinese animation where it's kind of got that soft look. Doesn't look as good as what was that really good one? Link uh, click. Link click. It doesn't look as good as Link click. But it has like this feel, like where certain moments, like because he's in the house in the beginning, and like the the marble in the like background looks real, and then they've got like mm. this stuff is like it's so well like designed, like it's it's a mix of CGI and that like hand drawn style, mm-hmm. and it looks like 
immaculate it looks beautiful but then they go into like other scenes where it kind of doesn't look as good you can see like they kind of mixing it and matching where the, the higher budget stuff is going <laughs> uh but but basically what it is it's a world where uh humans have the capability of summoning spirits uh power from plants from from like the dead and it's just showing like a bunch of like uh i guess historical figures like they show the uh like Anubis summoning like dead ancestors. They show like a, a, a mage summoning meteors from the, from the stars. And they show like another one, like summoning like wildlife and just, just like, you know, humans can summon whatever. And I'm like, okay, this kind of cool. And it kind of starts off. And the dude is like, he's a loner. His parents are like, he has parents, but then they're never there basically. So it's the typical anime shonen character start. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, just talking about how he, he's gotten really good at cooking for himself so he cooks and he makes his like perfect bowl of ramen it, and it looks like beautiful it's perfect bowl of ramen and the the spirit sees this bowl of ramen and looks at it it's like oh it's a summoning offering and goes to him as like he summoned her because of this offering of ramen and now she won't leave him the fuck alone his whole <laughs> his whole thing in the first episode is trying to get rid of her he's like I want you to stop chasing me it's this girl who tried to like pronounce her love for him gave him a love letter and he's like get away from me because he's talking to the spirit but they can't see the spirit because only you know the spirit summoners can see the spirits interesting so it, it's kind of cool it's interesting i don't want to spill too much of it unless like uh, um, in case people watch it i'm gonna say right now though it it was funny in that first episode but when i got to the second episode i was like oh this okay this is just okay yeah um, i'm interested though in like what's going to happen in the future but it still is like just okay so is, but this, with the, is it something that get, gets added to the list of watches that you got right now right now yeah it's gonna it's gonna stay on the list of watches um i watched two episodes today so it's gonna it, i mean it only has two episodes out right now mm-hmm. so it's gonna stay on the list of watches right now um after this third episode drops we'll see okay We'll see if it if it get dropped, but it, the third episode comes out after this podcast release, so you know. Oh shit! Okay, we'll see. Uh, for me, there was I've uh, of course before we get into some of the other stuff, there was uh there was a show from I think it was two seasons ago, which was winter. Can't remember, but there was a show that I I was watching and I loved it. I actually enjoyed every last bit of it. For some reason, I stopped watching it. And I think it has something to do with what I, again I believe it's winter. I could be wrong on when it came out. Actually, I kind of want to find out exactly when it when it did come out because I think that's important to to know. And the reason why I'm saying that is because like that had to be the reason why I dropped it because <laughs> it must have been too much shit that came out pr- prior. Yeah. Um. The anime is called The Duke of Death and His Maid. Now, I talked about this on the show mm-hmm. during the summertime because yeah. I watched the first couple of episodes. This is, I'm, I'm briefly touching on this. has this, the most beautiful 3D CGI you ever watch an anime because the environment is a painting. The characters are just 3D CGI that looks fucking wonderful because all of his features are still 2D. So the eyes are still drawn 2D. The the emote of the, their eyes is just still drawn in 2D. It looks great. It looks fucking phenomenal. It's the most artistic fucking romance anime I think I've seen in a very long time that uses CGI. But what this does is fucking great as far as storytelling goes because it's about a, a young duke, okay? This young duke, sweetheart of a child, lived a, a very sweet life. 
all of a sudden he's outside of his his mansion and he's at this grave just visiting it you know doing regular duke shit um this witch um is what they're called curses him and this curse with this cursed he's not allowed to touch anything living or it dies so everything he touches dies immediately it just the life just gets sucked out gets sucked out of it so now because of that his mother fucking hates him not that she hates him let me let me rephrase that she's terrified of him but mm-hmm. it's it's, it's kind of like it's kind of disguised as like hate for him because she's scared of him so she, what she does is she she puts him into his own mansion and gives him one of their most like kind of reliable maids so he only has one or one of reliable butlers I should say he only has one butler and then he gets introduced to a maid who happens to be one of his childhood friends who she's um, who's her mother was the maid of the, their main house when she was alive but she's passed this story is about them and their romantic connection and not being able to actually connect and it's the fucking sweetest saddest yet wholesome yet and just and like quality as romance romantic anime that i think any and everybody should watch like it's incredible the dub fucking phenomenal one of the best dubs in romance ever it's fucking great it's really fucking good um and it ended and when it ended if i couldn't i, I was pissed because i needed more <laughs> i needed more it was literally that good that quality of an anime like fuck it's over and you know when anime is good when the first thing you do as soon as it ends you go to google type season two season two two, it was announced to be coming don't know when but it is in production so thank goodness for that because i i wouldn't know what to do if i didn't get more of this i don't care when it's coming it's that good it's really that good it honestly is that good truly is truly a special anime um I love it, and I love the characters. The characters are fucking amazing. They're great. Uh, I I, I said su- I suggest like tell maybe during the break watch a trailer for it and just okay. look at how the art is. It's fucking great, man. It's great. Um, you'll f- definitely fall in love with these characters too if you watch it. Well, what did you pick up that you read or is is reading? Uh, so and I think you might have I think you might have picked this up too. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on if you picked this up or not, but I think you might have. Uh, it's called Doom Breaker. It's a manhwa. Mm-mm. All right. So how it starts off is our main character is about to die. He's been fatally wounded by a god that he's fighting. Hmm. Um, basically, this god came to Earth and just said, I'm a blow everything up right i'm gonna <laughs> kill everybody and the gods that he worshipped that the main character worshipped they took no part in helping everybody all the the priests and saints and whatnot who normally pray to the gods and got their powers from them all their powers were taken away from them because the gods stopped helping because Damn. they found it amusing to watch the humans suffer and struggle right and they, they found it even more amusing that there was a human who was able to stand up to this god and even wound this guy and cut his hand off right so it, it got uh basically what happens is uh the guy says well before he cuts his hand off the guy says to our main character uh i really like you and you're really strong and instead of me taking your life right here and now i'll let you become one of my servants and i'll give you your own plot of land you know etc cetera, etc cetera. 
and uh, Zephyr is the main character. He says, that sounds crazy. You just want to see me suffer as I say yes. So what I do, and apparently he was blessed by a saint, is if he does this action, he sticks up his middle finger. It releases a large amount of power that just like burst that gets an amazing amount of power he sticks with his middle finger and it it blows up in front of the god and basically severs his hand from his body and the god is immediately furious and then he just our main character dies as he dies he wakes up um, to an angel and the angel is basically telling him you're going to be reincarnated and you're going to get another chance you're going to go back 10 years from today and you're going to get to live your life all over again Mm. and basically the guys just want to see you try again. They want to see, they, the guys want to see what you can do if you knew what was going to happen, right? Interesting. And I'm like, this is pretty interesting. That's what I said. And I think it's actually really fucking good. Um, but he, he takes the offer. Initially, he takes the offer because he's he's saying, screw you to the gods. Right. Um, but <laughs> just he, a big, another big back. fuck you. Yeah, he's going back in time. Uh, he's gonna redo everything but they also give him new perks to life right Mm -hmm. so like he has uh, like an indomitable spirit where he can work consistently without tiring so now he can level up faster and he's basically 10 years ago when they sent him back he was basically like an indentured servant slash slave (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so he's working working in the mines to, uh, to build up money and build up his strength and shit and i'm like okay i mean hey that's a good way to start at least we know 10 years ago you was a nobody and we know that with these new perks you're gonna be somebody definitely <laughs> uh, so I, i'm interested he it is very uh uh is very reminiscent of other things we've read absolutely over the it's, 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 it's good as fuck yeah it, it seemed like those mom would have like those kind of um I guess recycled, but recycled in a unique enough way to where they're different enough, right? Right. Like, it's I, like a good izakai, but like that's how like a good izakai, even though we know it's recycled, it can still be exactly, fresh. exactly. Izakais can still be fresh. That's why it's a genre in itself. Um, and then one more thing I finished was a uh, Trinity Seven. I was on the last episode of that. It was in my anime in progress. I don't remember shit that happened prior to that last episode but I decided to finish it anyway it really wasn't that good um, but yeah that's it for that uh, anything else for you? Uh, Twin Star Exodus dropped yeah. two chapters today mm-hmm. two chapters that is over 90 pages which is unusual for them right? it is very unusual for them but it was oh my god it was so fucking good bro <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm gonna say and I, I didn't share this on the timeline but y'all ain't gonna see Day, so I hope y'all picked up on Twin Star Exodus if y'all did and if y'all didn't say la vie it is what it is uh, and I saw this coming but it's still heartbreaking they got the main character Rokuro and Mado he, he's finally we're like at the climax of the series the apex moment right Rokuro is in Magano and he's getting ready to go fight the main bad guy who's been like the ringleader of everything right the Eisen of the, of the manga? Basically, the Eisen. The Eisen who's been sitting back here doing all his BS. <laughs> and he gets there, and he gets there in time to what we feel like is, is enough time to save Benio because she's been put under a curse that's going to basically make her focus on all the negative aspects of her life. And she's like, what we see in this moment is Benio saying, like, all I've ever wanted, like, I will be okay 
with all of humanity being gone, if it could just you be you and I in our own place and we get to live our live out the rest of our lives. Demon. And it, it's and she's like she's like you know and this whole time we see her face happy like she's in her regular face she's super happy smiling you know she's teared up and she's so happy to see him and then as she's saying these things you know she says you know i'm sorry for being so you know selfish and the very next screen i'm gonna show you this picture because it was so good it was so good the very next screen (laughs) she uh the curse takes over and she says so i deserve to be alone and her whole face just switches to like this evil demonic face Whoa. and now she's kicking his ass. ass bro <laughs> she's on his Damn. ass I'm just like yo they just had this heartfelt moment where they finally got to see each other again they finally got to they got the same idea in mind on what they're gonna do to save the world but she can't help herself because she's Curse. been cursed so Damn. It's, it's crazy and I, I love this series so much um right from the (laughs) from from the like action all the way to the like the love scenes right they do very good with like making sure you know that these main characters really love each other so that's what really like made this part like crazy to me because it was twisted almost in my mind i'm like we got this this moment where i thought our main characters gonna get a chance to actually fight together but it's like nah fuck that they gonna fight each other Mm, it just sucks bro Imagine, imagine you you with your wife who, and you save her life, yeah. and you think you saved her life, and nope. it's like nah, bro, the you, bad guy twisted her. You know what I think about all the time, and it's it never fails. But action anime, something that Twin Star Axis is, apparently does well. Action anime does romance so poorly. There's and people are gonna hate me for saying this, but I think I'm I'm in a minority. Trust me, I know. Mm-hmm. But I think SAO does romance really well. I agree with you. There are so many action anime or just shonen anime that don't do romance well at all. It's always some shy bullshit or maybe some like uh what what's the word I'm looking for? Like some um I don't know, fucking hints here or there that there's or it's shallow, it's shallow, shallow. Yes, very shallow love stories in these action anime. And sometimes, sometimes I want to see the hero and heroine heroine fucking in a romance in a relationship together together just happy that's that's needed in these action anime more so i think and we're so tired of the 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 chi chi and goku ass relationship everybody want to be a chi chi and goku like their relationship was good chi chi is awful she was graping that man that was horrible (laughs) come on man we don't want those kind of relationships we want really good real love and that's, and that's probably why I'm so fucking infatuated with romances. Like, just just for instance, again, my analyst profile isn't as accurate as it should be, but like my action anime, I've got just as much romance as I do action. <laughs> so I have like 247 action anime, 213 yeah. romance. Like, just because I just be wanting that shit, I be enjoying it. I be enjoying it a lot. Shout out to uh, yeah, as you should. Shout out to uh. A couple of cuckoos had a second episode this week, and obviously, it's okay. Um, it definitely fell off from where it was last week because, again, it, it was much more comedy than I was mm-hmm. than I want in something like this. But I'm still looking forward to it. Um, and before we get into the anime movie we watched, which is Bubble, the main topic of discussion tonight, or whenever you're listening to this, 
there was two questions that came in last week that we didn't get a chance to get to because they came in on a Monday, I believe. And as everybody know, we record on Sunday. The episode drops on Tuesday. But one from Semi Sensei. Uh, Semi Sensei, again, somebody who's been listening from episode one all the way up until, I don't know, I think he's like got to be like 130 something now. Almost caught up. He's almost caught up. He says, uh, uh, and this goes back to the three episode rule that we discussed. He said, I don't think I dropped anything yet, but definitely trying to get back into watching a lot of shows. But if you are in Tamadachi game with each other, do you think y'all will fold or no? That's that's so easy. Yeah. No. Fuck no. There's no. The the thing is, is that like Polo knows I got his back. Yeah. Right. Like Polo know I got his back, and I know Polo got my back. I would a hundred percent put my life on the line for Tell if I had to, and I because I know he would do the same for me. And and the thing is, is we not following. We being that bitch like. Oh, you said that. Bring it. We'll figure out a way to create a business We'll figure out a way to make sure that business is successful And we'll figure out a way to pay the debt Whatever the fucking debt is 600 million, whatever the fuck it is Give it to us, we'll take it I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. I, I ain't even gonna lie to you 600, <laughs> it, 600 million, that's like what? That's, a, that's like maybe 200, 400,000, right? Something like that Yeah. And, and, and so I ain't gonna hold you If I'm that much in debt I'm already just gonna put everything on the line. Just Fuck it. We, we about to make this mic check white food shit really blow up. Cause I ain't got no choice. Now. <laughs> you ain't got no choice. I ain't got no choice. We gonna go ahead and just. I'm quitting my job. <laughs> I'm about to go ahead and just. Well, I ain't gonna quit my job, but I'm gonna work that less, and I'm gonna be here like more. Yeah. What sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Writing scripts and shit. Y'all yeah. gonna this mic check white food gonna blow up if I'm if we had to do that. But yeah, facts, man. I, yeah, I, I trust. You know, hold on, no, I trust him. So. We good. If it's against the world, mm. we already know what it is. And I put that on everything I've ever loved and lost. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> like, no matter what. Um, and he said, also, have y'all seen Minority? Uh, uh, minority? <laughs> Fuck. Moriarty the Patriot. Uh, I know that's crystal shit. I meant to watch that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then the last question came from uh, Jay Lee, a.k.a. Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast. He said, question hey. for Mike Chega Waifu. He says, uh, if you could be a spy or an assassin, which would you choose? Hashtag ask Mike Check. You go first. <sighs> I feel like I would be an assassin. I have a very distinct issue with this question because I feel like if you can be one, you can be the other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you yeah. if you're gonna be the assassin, I'm gonna be the spy because I feel like if I'm good enough to be a spy, I'm good enough to be an assassin. Facts. If you're good enough to be an assassin, you're good enough to be a spy. <laughs> so I spent I spent my almost my entire working career as a fucking spy. Right. <laughs> he already he already been a spy. He 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 getting out that field. So I'm gonna go ahead and cop the spy title. Um, go, ahead and, go ahead and edit a little spy tag on me for the video version. Polo. I got you. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Good question, Jay. Appreciate you. All right. And then the main tots, if you will, topic of the show. Bubble, man. We both watched Bubble, a Netflix anime. Came out dubbed and subbed on Netflix. Um, overarching. Did you, wa- uh-huh. did you watch the dub or sub? I listened to the sub and I listened to the dub. Watched the dub. I didn't even check out the sub. I just straight dubbed. Dub was real fucking good. <laughs> Oh what? I, I, no, I said I watched the dub. I didn't even check out. The I know, dub. I know. I'm just oh, saying, yeah, yeah. dub was real good. So. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, what, yeah, what are your what are your thoughts, bro? I'm gonna let you go first. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So I mentioned to uh, Steve and Panda that I watched this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve thought it was really, really fucking good. And really? I said, yeah. I said it was it was good, but I have my own opinions about that. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> because there were things, there were elements of this show that bothered me. Movie. Yeah, movie that bothered me. I loved the idea that it was basically just a little mermaid retold, right? It, it was literally just the Little Mermaid retold. Got it. Cool concept. Um, I hated the fact that there was even parkour as a game. It felt very out of place. It felt like they could have just made these characters as runaway people who were here because of whatever damned reason. And they would have made the parkour feel more like a actual story beat rather than some fodder that was mentioned in the beginning that there was a game and it never happened really mm. like any any real relevance or importance after that but the show I think that, well not the show the movie was cool the romance was okay as fuck um, it wasn't I don't think it wasn't a great romance story um, but I do think it was well animated and great music those elements but yeah story wise story was all over the place um uh, that 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 parkour game thing, I thought was trash. They could have kept that to themselves. Very interesting. Uh, I don't know what you think, Polo. Yeah. Uh, uh, so for for me, the parkour shit was the best part about it. Um, it was mm-hmm. it was Mirror's Edge the anime. The, uh, the the thing with this is the fucking the show absolutely beautiful. The music was some of the best movie music i've heard in a very fucking long time like great incredible soundtrack very gorgeous art style of course it it is it's wit wit did uh vivi so duh um and it's and it's voice acting was something like like, i don't know who the fuck was the casting director but they laid this shit out when it came to like dub voice acting and the sub was Mm -hmm. also absolutely incredible so you couldn't couldn't go wrong with either or it makes me want to talk about the whole dub versus sub thing because that shit is not an argument no more. There's nothing you can say because they are casting quality talent and I think they should be paid more. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother discussion. Now, as far as the romance and the Little Mermaid st- storytelling part was the most uninteresting part about the entire fucking thing. I didn't yeah. believe it. I didn't care about her because I she did barely even said anything. She was barely even uh, noticeable, to be honest. She was... Like if she was the main focal point of the story, yet she felt mm-hmm. so distant from everything else. I think what what this suffers from is it being a short hour and forty minute movie. If it was a show and it had time to actually build out the world develop. and develop the world better, like help us understand this bubble shit. And give the bubble shit more depth because it was so shallow that like I don't I didn't fucking understand the science behind none of this shit. It didn't make any fucking sense. But <clears throat> the fact that they had to adopt and by using the parkour shit in this world was the again the best part about it to me personally because like that's fuck like how how else would you live in this situation you don't and, have and you don't have any other way to get around so you have to adapt and I like that I don't disagree with the parkour part being one of the best parts of what I disagree is how it was placed right like I felt like they introduced the parkour element of this of this anime movie of this movie in the sense of this game right like it, it felt like this game was supposed to be some relevant mm. some real relevant portion to this show but like we we got two real play, place playments or 
times they played this game. Yeah. Right. The beginning scene where they introduced the characters and then they explained, you know, how this game works. And then like we get to the second part where they are going against the main, like we didn't really know they were bad guys, but the ones who look like ninjas who've been overseeing everything. That's the, the second time they really do this game again. But like, I think that, like I said, the, the, the reality to me would have been a lot better if they said, like how they kind of started and they, when they got to like the, the second act of the show, where like close to the middle, when they spoke about how like people lost their families in this zone. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And they explained that. And then they explained that there's a gravity difference in this zone yeah. right and they could have they could have made that say like these people are runaways and the people who are watching are trying to keep them out of trouble etc and that's why they parkour because they, they're trying to keep up and, their lifestyle and that's where i was going with what i was saying what i was saying is that the whole little mermaid story fucked up everything because again they had to have that little mermaid story for the games to make sense because they were going to use her to help him progress through that shit with him with her grab you know her spoilers if you haven't seen this movie go watch the movie turn the podcast off but her grabbing his hand and realizing that she can't touch the prince blah 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 that mm-hmm. that was essentially what the parkour game was for the parkour portion of it was great and let me tell you why because what they could have done and what they should have done is they should have built it as it was it's an apocalyptic situation you're in tokyo you're in this big situational bubble that has this gravitational shit now take that and use this as i don't know even even different from mirror's edge story and make it be to where these people have to scavenge to survive you're mm-hmm. going through the old uh the old revenants of fucking tokyo trying to scavenge to survive this fucking terrible situation that you in and come across something else even using this whole little mermaid story you could have did that with that but i think it's because they had this time constraint that they decided to use this little mermaid story because again the whole grabbing of the hand and the bubble thing and she evaporated bullshit they didn't explain the antlion pits they didn't explain how they knew the the red bubbles were dangerous before they actually even hit anything yeah there was so much that was left unexplained we didn't even we like the character our, our bubble character we didn't even get to see like we know that she transformed into some girl who was on like a, the billboard or bubble or on the on because the, of what on she saw yeah. yeah so that's what she transformed into like I feel like there was just so much context we didn't get to get and you were right because if this had been like a, a 12 episode series it would have probably been a lot better because then we could have got that romance to develop we could have seen yes. her go from like she we saw her go from I can't talk to speaking semi-coherent three-year-old, four-year-old, four-year-old conversations, you know, in in forty minutes, you know, yeah, and that that was just a bit much for like how how fast it progressed to to the ending. Yeah. Um, now but I did. I, I'll go ahead. I was gonna say I did love moments where, uh, like, for instance, when they explained that she was always there for him, like in that that moment when the when the main. Um, antithesis serious situation happened where the city blew up like she was always there like she was that one bubble that he could hear that was cool i loved his his hearing disability yes. where he had to oh, like over heightened his he had sensory overload yeah sensory overload basically like that was dope like because that's a real thing but like it wasn't that he was different you know he really just he just needed the headphones he wasn't he he wasn't struggling for real. It's, and the the disconnect with the mom. I thought that I thought all of that explanation was so cool and I wish that there was more time to dive into those kind of things. It was so much potential in this entire fucking movie that 
with the again with the music and the animation just the overarching story was was something that was just not it wasn't it for me personally Mm -hmm. again i didn't i was not attached to i was only attached to the main character but again even being attached to him i didn't care about his emotion when it came to this this uh being um whatever you want to call it i -hmm. i just wish i understood all of that more i think understanding the bubble and explaining the 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 anomaly more would have been more important than them competing and being the blue blazes competing for what uh, extra resources when i don't know right um, and what, what what happens inside the antlion pit didn't we have two characters who fell in uh and then how did they get out i have questions <laughs> but it's just so weird to even have these questions in the first place when i feel like those were very easily the easy to answer scenarios you know like yeah. there's just so much that happened that just feels just unmentioned yeah and we know none of this is probably going to be a popular opinion because we saw on the timeline everybody loved this movie everybody was emotionally involved but nah it wasn't it it wasn't i thought i thought you were going to like it a lot more than than what you just described I did not know we were pretty much on the same page. I told you we were on the same page. <laughs> you did I before when I watched it. I was like, Polo thinks exactly like how I feel about this right <laughs> now. And, it, and Monique, she gave it a 10 out of 10. Monique was like, oh, this yeah. is a 10 out of 10. And she's like, this is great. I love this movie. She's like, it's not as good as your name or it's not as good as, as a silent voice, but it's really good. It's a 10 out of 10. And I was like, okay. Mm. And I, she was like, you don't like anything that I like. And I was like... <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't know how to tell you, but that's crazy. There's a lot of stuff going on in this that's just not good. Because you, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So that's what, and that's where I thought. And this is not a slight to my sister because I love her to death. But this is where I thought somebody like Monique or somebody who is a lot, um, who doesn't really frequent the anime sphere as we do, would feel about this movie. And it's not a bad movie. You know, I wouldn't yeah. say it was a bad. It's a pretty again. The sound is great. The animation is gorgeous. You can like the characters. I, the storytelling is just is very lackluster, and it doesn't hold a lot of like impact. Yeah, and my Monique, my wife, she she also loves uh, Little Mermaid. It's her favorite Disney. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I, I, and I'm gonna be real with you, and and Monique, I don't even think this was a good Little Mermaid story. To be real. It, it, I liked I liked that they told Little Mermaid story more true to what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's still not, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it did. Then, like I said, the struggle was the fact that it didn't have the time to develop exactly. the story the way it should have been developed. If if the if we had started with the bubble, yes, and it had just been completely focused around her and the Little Mermaid development story, mm-hmm. that would have been way better. Yes. And I think that they should have said, screw all that learning to speak English. Yes. Like she's a she's a sentient bubble being. Mm-hmm. Why why do we give a fuck if she doesn't if she already knows Japanese or English or whatever it is as soon as she's she she already Formed. took the form of something she ain't never seen before. Exactly. She, she took the form. Just give her the ability to speak like a regular person. There was just so much like I was just like, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, and like again, my question why the fuck was the bubbles the reason why the little mermaid thing even spurred about like why fucking just make it that just make it that it since the fucking world is flooded now mermaids came ashore i don't fucking know like the the bubbles didn't have to be what 
she became. Like it just none of it, none of it quite sits right with me when it comes to this this scientifical lore of it. And I know it's not supposed to. It's supposed to just be this supernatural anomaly that happened. And yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm supposed to suspend my my belief with for that. And I tried. I really fucking did. I really tried to suspend my you know belief when it comes to the scientific part of this. But it's hard to and even that supernatural scientific part don't make a whole lot of sense. Just don't. Yeah, they, they kicked our ass with that, bro. Yeah. They did. But again, very fucking pretty. Very good to look at. Very good to watch. Watch it. I even think somebody like my brother would love it if he watched it. I think Javon For would sure. absolutely love it. But then again, I don't, you know, I don't think... I, I've watched so many anime movies that... There's anime movies that gave me the development so much better than this. I agree. With shorter time, even because this was an hour forty. There's mm. movies that are night like there's movies that are like hour thirty that does just as good or if not better with developing characters. I swear to you, a silent voice. <laughs> or, well, a silent voice is two hours long, but it's also fucking perfect, man. When it it's comes a to development, movie. perfect a- movie. Yes, it's a perfect movie. I absolutely agree with that. Mm. And then up until the ending, I want to eat your pancreas. I want to eat your pancreas is a fucking fantastic movie. It's just you know the ending, but that's most anime movies they don't really end that well. This one did end well though. I think thought it was cool. I mean, yeah, it had a, a semi like a some like ish ending, mm-hmm. and I don't see why. Yeah, the ending wasn't bad at all. Yeah, it was better than than a lot of the other parts of the movie. One hundred percent. All right, man. Let's uh get to know my check white fool white fool and take this quick break before we get sliding into spoiler talk. This is part of the um, podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other words the question associated with that number, and it's my turn to roll a random number, right? Mm-mm, I'm rolling random number, like you, just like that. Was it thirty eight? Thirty seven. Eight. What anime was the biggest letdown for you? Biggest letdown anime. What anime was the biggest letdown, bro? Very interesting question. That's uh. Hold up! Wait, wait. I can go to like all the anime I watch. I mean, to be honest, you said it earlier. Before we hit record. What did I say? Come on, man. You know what you said. No, what did I say for him? A-O-T-E. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, The anime is is definitely let down. I like the manga a lot. The Promise Neverland. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Now that you say it. Sheesh. Um, Let's see here. Uh, For me, it's My Hero. I think My Hero is last two seasons. Big. Big ball drops. Dead Man Wonderland. Um, only because there's not a continuation. I'm about to say, what uh, the fuck? It was still pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Akudama Drive because it, it was very pretty and turned out to be trash. Um, but like, what what was an anime that you saw and was like, fuck, I'm so hyped for this. I can't wait for this to be an anime. And then you watch it and you're like, fuck, this sucks. I guess it was probably Neverland, right? Oh, no, that was Twin Star Exodus. Ah, yeah, duh. Fuck, of course. <laughs> yeah, and and for me, it's definitely going to be my hero because I'm so hyped for that, and it just wasn't that good. 
All right, man. We'll be right back after these smooth tones. Hey, I've been these fucking songs have been killing it lately. For sure. Make sure y'all check out the artist page in the show notes, whether it's through YouTube link or Spotify, and uh, support them. Let them know that my check white food food sent you. We'll appreciate that. We'll be right back after these.
and welcome back to episode 150 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This is kind of a huge milestone, man. 150 is huge. It's a big deal. Yeah, we up there. Thank you for listening. We got half the Spartans. <laughs> 300 reference. I love it. You know, that movie was actually so special. It was, bro. For what, how they shot it and, you know. Incredible. What, what it looks like, yeah. Did you see that? Um, I'm I'm sure you have because I think we we both subscribe to it. But that corridor digital thing. You, oh fuck, bro. I'm, bro! I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed to it, but I don't remember seeing it. Bro, what they did was they recreated the camera that Zack Snyder used in 300, mm-hmm. and tried to like do some cool shots with it, like 300 esque shots. What they did, this fuck is so off topic, but we'll get to the spoilers talk. We're going to start off with Spy Family first. So if you're here for the spoilers talk, Spy Family is coming first, followed by uh, Love After World Domination, and then it's going to be Summertime Renderer. Okay. Before we get to that, though, this fuck, what Zack Snyder did was he had this rig, this camera rig that he made that had three different cameras on it. And, well, three of the same cameras, but three different lenses on each camera. So he had a, I believe it was a 30 millimeter camera, uh, I can't remember the exact 75, 30 and 25 All mm-hmm. different focal lengths So what that meant was When he was That shot of Leonidas When he's going through And he's slicing up the people And it's like zooming in And it's zooming mid And it's zooming out Every Like all that shot was All that The whole thing was shot simultaneously With those cameras So he was just Using those three cameras And then picking and choosing During the edit Which made his shit So much easier by the way Which mm-hmm. Which shot would look best During during those those fight transitions was just fucking incredible, man. Incredible. I only got one more thing to say kind of about that. Have you ever seen like MKBHD's camera setup? Mm-hmm. You saw like the the $20,000 camera arm he has. Oh, yeah, that the one that moves up. super accurately and fast. I'm just like, bro. Yeah. He pro- you program it to that. I'm just like, come on. That's how they on. shoot those crazy ass um, food commercials and shit. Right, where the fries be fucking panning over, and it looks so damn good. So good, and it's <laughs> so this good. Is a program is is so good, and, and, and they can know, get the exact same shot every single time, every single time, because it's a robot. Mm-hmm. Robots can do that shit. It's it's dope. But they, that Zack Snyder shit, it was on a tra- track right next to because it was back what two thousand something two thousand. It was early six or some bullshit like that, and he was just following Leonidas, and it was all one take, and he was just fucking oh, it's amazing, amazing. Check, check out that Cordo digital video. I know that was random, but all right. Spot Family had the most incredible episode this week for me personally. Like, okay. From the structure, the moment it started uh, was extremely special because it just got right to the shit. It was the family, um, the family interview for the prestigious, what's the school called? Uh, something college. It's a some Adians College or some shit like that. Whatever it is, yeah. it's it's a fucking real prestigious college. That this is basically the ride or die part of his mission because his mission harkens on him getting into the school and then getting close to uh, the families there so he can then do what he got to do. I don't. Even, he's not even supposed to assassinate him, right? He's just supposed to do some shit. Yeah, he's supposed to get close to him, gather information. Mm-hmm. So. Very, very interesting thing because again, he talked about during this in this episode, and we're just going to touch on like our favorite parts <laughs> during this episode. But he talked about in his monologue of how he needs to, how he hates having to rely on other people when he does spy work. And and it wasn't necessarily just relying on other people, right? Because I don't think he so much 
has an issue with relying on like Anya and uh, your is the issue that he the bigger issue that he spoke of is like the the success of this mission is no longer in his hands. So he yes. has to rely on the professors and educators and whatnot mm-hmm. to grant him access in order to get in. And that I can understand, right? Because the the success of your mission now hinges on entirely someone else and you are in a position where you have to, you know, carry yourself a certain way in order to have that same success, right? Yeah, I definitely interpret that as as Anya and your. It's mm-hmm. the professor thing. He can do as much research as he possibly can and have all the right answers for the professors. It's his family that he's worried about saying or giving the right answers and doing the right things for him to Right. Get to the point where he needs to. It is fucking. It was so good, man. It was. It was so touching to see them come together <laughs> and work right. as a fucking unit, all the way up until the, the actual interview. My favorite part is obviously when the animals got released. Well, no, because when they helped that little kid and he put that first time he pulled out a new outfit, yeah. that shit was so funny. Like I, I laughed out loud at the uh, the fact that what was that the headmaster or headmaster assistant or some shit like that. Yeah. The headmaster assistant was like, like, yeah, they fell. They got dirty. There's no way we'll be able to take them to, to this. <laughs> and then he whips out the fucking cleanest suit fit, bro. The gray suit. Yeah, man. I'm like, this motherfucker fresh, man. <laughs> and he was like, so elegant. And then when the, the bulls came, yeah, they had to change again. They put, he put out the second suit. The second was suit like was just as fresh. He's like, all right, these people are just scary now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, no, like, let's like me and Monique was laughing at this episode because it was like he might have really been a parent at some point because that's the only time you ever have extra outfit that is when you're a parent because you know baby might throw up on you, yeah, or baby might do anything, he, and you got to have an extra shirt or something sitting laying around. He was smart, man, and uh, this made me realize fucking just how incredible Yor is. Ah. Uh, She's my beautiful wife for the season. The, the the pressure points or the after that point? No, just her in general. Yeah, just she was on it. She she just her in general is just she's special. She's a she's definitely she's a close second, and it's so funny because my first she should be my first, but because I'm so like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I'm so biased towards this particular. Um, Mother, which is used mother and Shikamori is not just a cutie. Something about used mother is just the, almost the perfect waifu for me. Yours great. She's beautiful. She's fucking active, and she gets she she gets demon mode. I like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I don't feel maybe it's the motherly thing that I don't yeah. feel from her yet. She probably also probably a little young too. Cause That's true. Know. That's true. What yours like twenty something? Yeah. 20 some four ish not, not saying that's young young but we getting up there you know that's we, a fact we 30, we 30 now we can't even yeah you know, that's 20, a fact. you know i might need me a 28 at, mm-hmm. at the youngest <laughs> that's a fact and you can kind of sense that <laughs> no it was great though it was great and then we get to the interview bro the fucking interview interview was great um mostly for like the reactions right like um I hated old old dude. Fucking um, hated him, bro. Because the the other two educators, the the headmaster and what's his face, they were mad cool. Yeah, they was like just listening, you know, and they was asking questions. Yeah, and like I don't necessarily think it's 
I think that the question about her previous mother, her real mother, it, I don't think they should have done a comparison question, right? Because like, let's say we were really talking about but educators they, or anything like that. Because right? they didn't. It was the fucking yeah. fat fuck that did. The, the, yeah, Captain Asshole. Yeah. Um, if, if he had just asked, you know, how do you feel about your mother previously, right? Instead of asking, you know, who do you like more? Mm-hmm. I think I would have done better with that because you do want to sometimes hear a child articulate things that are harder to articulate for them. Absolutely. Well, is that a hard situation to bring up for a child? 100%. Because how do you expect a, a four to six year old to process the death or whatever of a previous parent? Right. That's that's some BS to bring up. But I loved how like uh, when when he said this is just such a trifling matter, like it was something small and insignificant, how Yor was like, oh, <laughs> you find this trifling, you see her hand twitching, she was like, I'm yeah. gonna go that body bag. <laughs> and I, I think that, it, her eyes, I think that part was so fucking good, dude. So mm-hmm. good. Well, who's the studio that's doing this? Studio God, like, Clover, uh, Clover and Wit. Oh yeah, we talked about this when it first dropped. Clover oh, works yeah, and yeah, yeah. Wit. Clover works and Wit are showing ah, dude. They are showing ah right now with this show. Well, <laughs> well you know, Clover work. Like I said, they're the backup studio for uh, Fate. So you know. They, oh, they absolutely, absolutely. So you got. So you mean to tell me, you have backup studio for you foldable, basically, and then Wit Studio supporting <laughs> one of the most anticipated anime <laughs> to come out. Crazy, bro. Crazy. This is is has nothing but success in its future. I'm sad it's only twelve, but it's, this, so good. it's only core one though, right? Aren't they doing two cores? Yeah, they're doing two yeah. cores. So yeah, it's it's not even season two. So it's twenty four episodes, but in season remember, one, but they don't have to have. Talking about how we wanted anime to get shorter, like less episodes. Yep. This, this yep. ain't one of them. This ain't one. Of them. <laughs> Keep this quality. Speak tell. <laughs> Give us this kind of shit. Tell them because that is a fact. If you keep this quality up, like, and I feel like this is moving at a pace that's just so well done. Hey, yo. As fast as the episode seems to go by, I still feel like the pacing is perfect. Speaking per of episode. quality, what did you say about uh, PPE? Boruto and Black Clover Fuck bro Oh my god These motherfuckers Is on Twitter bro Listen Cause I'm Like I I basically run a Mic check white food Twitter And I see Everybody of all Kind of favorites Tweeting and retweeting And Quote tweeting Each other The fucking craziest part Is how the Black Clover fans Are literally Laughing Ha ha ha, Boruto sucks. Boruto is trash. It'd never be my anime. Could never be Black Clover looking this trash. Ha ha ha. For one, Black Clover <laughs> has looked so much worse in many other instances in its entire career, okay? But for you doofuses, okay? Nope, oh, wrong button. For you doofuses, they're made by the same studio. So why the fuck? Would you argue or complain about the animation of Boruto when the animation of Black Clover is done by the same fucking people? It's like they don't know. It's like they don't know. And they don't know. Because they don't. Could never, they say could never be my anime. Has been your anime. <laughs> <laughs> you doofus. Shut up. It cannot be because it already it has is. been. Yeah, or it is. 
I fucking what a disgrace. Spy Family was real fucking good, man. I I can't wait to see what's gonna happen next because obviously the headmaster's assistant, which is like the, the the main dude who's gonna go to the headmaster and say, hey, the Forger family has to come in. Like they're fucking great, so they're gonna let them know. When they come in, though, what do you think is gonna? Ha- well, no. What did you think about the last scene when they were in the house? And he was like, you know, said we basically failed. Oh yeah. Um, the, the, I think obviously the reality is is in his position he thinks they failed, right? Absolutely. Because he can't see the bigger picture. Um, I think Anya and uh. Your told him the right thing though we have it's in the other two guys hands we can rely on them right because they left a, a very good impression I think very they good. did very good things there and probably excelled all the way up before then you know they we know they excelled all the way up before then I, I mean obviously um, he's way more hard on himself because he's he's a perfectionist he's a spy yeah. who basically is able to get away and do whatever he wants because of his technique and ability. And like he said before, he hates relying on others for the success of his mission. Yeah. He's in that position right now. And this is out of his hands as a control freak or perfectionist. He, he's got, he's having a hard time, you know, but I think obviously he's going to get in. Yeah. They're going to get in. Yeah. So, and what I, what I mainly want to talk about with that last scene is their monologues. How you're felt like well, this is gonna have to be, you know, it's a be it oh. if we don't get in and shit. I guess I'm gonna have to. I don't really care, but I'm kind of worried about how this is gonna affect my work. And then him, like, you know, I won't have his family no more. But whatever. I, but that means I felt my mission, and I don't want to fail my mission. Like you say, he's a perfectionist. And then this Anya, doesn't she doesn't want to go to orphanage again. Yeah, <laughs> I think. And- I think I that's think, a very important piece that a lot of people are, well, not obviously, no, not the manga readers, but a lot of people are going to, you know, minimize. Like, minimize. I, I think also to play into that part, though, is that final scene that we saw before they got there, right? Yeah. Uh, that scene where they got into that altercation shows that even though they're not a family that there's a dynamic being built amongst yes. them that almost feels like family because our main character did not know why he was reacting and why he's getting upset and calm down people, twilight he didn't, yeah he, <laughs> he, he he's like lloyd calm calm down so you know they they're all kind of coming together as a family and i think they're the way that the characters or the voice actors chose to verbalize you know those sentences shows mm-hmm. that they even care that even if this comes to an end, they're sad about it. Well, they think they won't be. Right. They think they won't be, but they, they, they are portraying it differently. Yeah. So, you know, the heart never lies, I guess, kind of thing. Exactly. And that's what I think is going to be the most interesting piece about this show. Not the mission itself, not, you know, the romance between you and Lloyd, but there's just a dynamic in this. I, I guess it is a romance, just a dynamic in this family building and becoming a, a family right yeah, so interesting man like i can't wait to see what this has to entail what what episode are we on what episode did we just spoil that I keep, was four okay episode four. i keep meaning to say the episode we're going to spoil and spoil talk because for people like semi sensei who's coming up listening later they don't really have the episode we're kind of discussing until we get into the to the shit so 
I'm going to try my best to start discussing the episode numbers. And then the next episode we're going to discuss now is probably going to be, oh, yeah, Love After World Domination, episode four. Fucking crazy. Okay, for, for one, when it started, and it started off with the shit, basically, with her seeing him with Pink, obviously, her getting pissed off about it. And then they getting into an altercation about it was the most adorable shit ever, man. I did I did not think she was gonna pull up on him like she that. She pulled though. up, she was, bro. No, she ain't pulled no punches. She just pulled up and said, "Here, hold this." And it was hands. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part about that, I think, I think personally, is her understanding that she knows she he wasn't cheating. Like it wasn't like you're cheating on me type shit. She even said, you know, like I'm. I know you would never cheat on me, but something in me made me jealous and made me yeah. turn into this. And I, what I like about that is self-realization, self-understanding. I, I can't stand for people to just not be accountable for shit. That's that's my problem, man. You, if you can't hold yourself accountable for your own actions i.e. her being just jealous because she know this man ain't fucking he she knows him well enough to know that he ain't gonna fucking cheat but she don't feel great about what happened that's, that's my brother right there he, <laughs> said, he said exactly how i feel you know like, <laughs> the accountability is what made this scene so much better with the exactly. fact that she knew why she felt she was not necessarily why, but she knew she felt something, knew that it was not necessarily the right thing to feel because that's not the scenario. Mm-hmm. But she she let it be known that I'm feeling this. And, you know, I don't necessarily even have a problem with people acting out on something that they feel as 100%. long as they can tell me, like, look, I'm acting out like this because of such and such reason. Exactly. As long as I, as long as you're not killing me for the most part or causing some bodily harm. Now this is this is Red Gelato. He can take some hits. So that's <laughs> right. Go ahead, go ahead and knock that man across the street into a building. Right. But uh, I'm not Red Gelato. Don't knock me across the street into no, a no, building. No, no, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. It's like like the the I almost want to say it's the emotional intelligence to know that she was she was hurt regardless of whatever happened and then kind of how things progressed there because um not only did they fight and they had that talk and they they held hands again because remember at first it was like it was like it's taboo you can't hold hands progress that's that's a big step they held hands again and as soon as they hold hands guess who we see pink chilling put up slow (laughs) Yeah, she but she was just sitting there. She's like, okay. Yeah. And what's oh my god, it's so this show was so fucking good, bro. Cause what's so good about it is when Pink pulled up, the what we both expected was her to tell. Like she she's just like, Okay, Red, let's go. You know, let's 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 get out of here. And shitting bricks. I was shitting bricks, Red Gelato was shitting bricks, Destiny was shitting bricks, and just, I'm break. <laughs> exactly. Just as it continued on, the curiosity or the the I'm gonna hit you, but you ain't gonna know when I'm gonna hit you. When that came through, it's like fuck, man. When it's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What is gonna happen to the show after they find out? Because there was no chance in hell. I don't give a fuck who you think you are. You did not. There was no way you believed that she wasn't gonna tell, right? Like. Mm. 
I yeah, fucking I, mean, I, I believe she was going to tell because she she stated that she like very clearly liked him, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's even more reason for her to tell. What I'm thinking to myself is I'm thinking more than any what I thought was going to happen, and this is just my guess. I'm like, oh, she's going to fucking tell, but when she tries to tell, it's going to come out wrong, or it's going to be some some um some trope of, yeah it's gonna be some trope of her saying something to you know the main leader of the the, the, the gelatos and he's gonna be like oh no but you know what this is not that's not true or he's doing an undercover mission i thought it was gonna be something like they don't believe her kind of shit that's what mm-hmm. i thought it was gonna be what i didn't expect was for it to turn out the way it was and that's her saying you know and obviously fast forward to the situation she doesn't tell and Fucking, they sitting on the bench like yo, or she, uh, Destiny sitting on the bench, and he's you know <laughs> sitting behind a tree like Shaq in that meme. <laughs> he's like yo, like what? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna handle this situation? She and they just don't know what to fucking do. And Destiny sense Pink pull up, and Pink pulls the fuck up. She's like, look, let's do it, let's fight, and they throw down. <laughs> And the, the character revelation yes. after that too was amazing. And incredible, unexpected, surprised. That's how I felt. <clears throat> and it, it it shows a lot with the uh like the duality of character characterization, right? Hundred like, percent. Uh, like Desmi is obviously she's meant to be an antagonist, and I mean, is she even really a villain? Because I don't really see, we don't really see her doing villainy villainous things I, other than. Fighting, yeah, the the gelatos, right? I, That's all I, she does. And I think it's because, and it's just a guess. I don't know if this should be certain, but I think her her dad or grandfather or whoever it is, is the leader of them, and that's why she's on that side. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess like the point I'm getting to is that like she still has that duality, right? Yeah, she saved Pink before she was Pink. Yeah, and told her, you know, get stronger. You know, you got to protect yourself, basically. And Pink looks up to that, the fact that this girl was strong, someone that she knows, someone that's so close to her or around her that she can, you know, visualize, like visually see, was strong like that, protected her. And now that person is this is the same person that likes the person that she likes. So now it's not even just like, it's the competition in it, but it's also the fact that like, uh, now Destiny has to I guess think about how she's going with this relationship because she knows there's someone else that wants her man yeah but I don't think she's worried about that yeah probably not but it's still cool it's like, fucking cool as shit yeah, these characters are, are great it's so cool and again this is a show that I never expect to even watch to be honest but I'm like you know it's here let's turn it on and when I'm watching it and I'm enthralled by the character dynamics from episode one minute one I'm like, man, what the fuck? Again, and it goes back to what you talked about last week, how this is not being, this is not a a Power Ranger parody. Like, this is just a romance that just happens to be with a little skin on it. And again, oh, I do want to say one thing, and I'm sorry, the dub, I don't like this dub. You don't like this dub? I know, we just talked about it, bro. The dub don't sound (laughs) At least red gelato Everybody else is probably fine But red gelato don't Motherfucker sound like he like 42 years old Not a the high school already student coming out? I th- Yeah 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 and Damn, again so no, 16 year old boy sound like he, he 42 He about 40, 42 years yeah, Yes sir Yes sir Yes sir. <laughs> I'm like oh this shit don't Everybody else sounds fine but it's I don't know they dropped the ball on this one I'm like, No way 
Uh, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's not great, but I don't know. I like it, man. I like it a lot. Great show. All right. Next up, summertime rendering or renderer, whichever title you're looking at. Same thing. So, uh, summertime rendering. Um, I know we just finished talking about world domination, but uh, this anime, I actually really do. I really enjoy this one. Yeah, and it's it, a lot of it is just the the like think pieces. Yes, the conversations, mm-hmm. um, the intrigue and the mystery, right? Because we don't, and, and I'm just gonna say this: we don't know who the I, original Shadow is. I don't bro. even fucking have a guess. <laughs> I could normally <laughs> theorize really well, but I can't. Like the 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 cop dude who had the phone. Mm-hmm. We we know that he eventually becomes a shadow, right? Or he did at so, least in that previous so, role, yeah. And, and I'm thinking, like, was this the the day after? Because if you recall, yeah. didn't he become a shadow that day after he record, mm-hmm. like when he recorded? No, no, no. So, oh no, he had him go back into town. Yep. So he sent him on a wild goose chase that saved him from. But who did that? Who else did that sacrifice? We don't know. And that's what that's where the intrigue with this show is so amazing. We don't really know who to trust. Exactly. Yeah, because without Mio being able to kill the officer, she's not able to get his gun. Without her having the gun, she's not able to kill or did she kill the woman with the glasses and the huge knockers? So like, it, it's a sequence of events that that don't happen because one thing didn't happen. But what else happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, we have no idea, and it's you can't. It's so impossible to guess because when they went into, I think her name is Shayori. When they when they went to Shayori's home and we saw the shadow Shayori, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then coming out, obviously was her family. And again, like, why did she run? Like, it was just so much shit. And then they dropped a little hint. They did a little thing where they dropped a small piece of hint. Of mm-hmm. oh, but you're already, and then they just they didn't they didn't touch on it. So like you said last week, he's probably already a shadow, or at least half of it, i.e., why he has the um the split eyes. But like, I <laughs> I'm so intrigued, and I can't I can't fathom or guess or have any clue of what's going to happen next. I'm I'm very very happy with the quality yes. of this anime. Right, because every every episode is like a movie. Even even though I'm not gonna say this is episode of the week, right? I think that had this been a different season, it very well could have been. Yes, and even even I'm even I'm gonna say even if Spy Family wasn't here, this definitely still could have been episode of the week. And I think that what what keeps this so good is the fact that we don't have a choice but to guess. We taking shots in the dark. And those shots, they could be landing or missing. And we hear the thud every time it hits something, but we don't know what it's thudding on. Right. This episode, these episodes, they're all very good. Um, and then kind of like even like when we get to kind of close to the end of this anime, of this episode, but like we get to we get to the point to where they kind of uh, all go to the festival, right? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't want to go to the festival at first because they he had that flashback. Okay, when we go through those woods or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's when we saw the other shadow. But you know, we we know now the shadow doesn't have the gun anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that now. Um, but we also know that it's still dangerous. But it's probably less dangerous when there's a lot of people. So they go to the festival, 
they they seem to have a noticeably good time, but our, our character notices something. Right. So my question to you is: This is episode three of Summertime Render. I should have said that at first, but uh, okay. We see Ushio. I don't know the answer. <laughs> exactly. We see Ushio, <laughs> and then it goes and it cuts the credits, and she's in the water. It didn't feel like a vision. It didn't. You know how some shows do this, and they—it's it, a the, it, the only illusionary. Thing that made it seem, yeah, the only thing that made it seem slightly fantastical was that we got that moment where her hair was like super bright and glowing. Yeah, but other than that, like, yeah, but other than that, I think that was just to focalize, like the vote, like to put, like, hey, this is something. This is a focal point that's happening right now. Hey, listen. It, right, and then we got there. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, she turns around and we're like and this was this was also makes me think like in my mind, because the the guy, right, his his best friend, he his best friend said, I wanna go check on something. We don't know if the shadows get all your memories after they flash we you. We do know that. Yeah, so they do get the memories, they right? They do. So we do know that he could be the shadow right now. That's exactly what I'm and thinking. And that shit don't work. So that means that you can't make up a password and just think, oh, the password is this, this, and that. That's exactly what I'm thinking because when they when he said that, that's why when he said in his inner monologue, he's like, I'm still not 100% sure if this is him. Because like, I'm like, like making up a code don't fucking matter because they showed and intentionally so when Mio killed the cop, she flashed. And when he flat, no, she killed the cop. The cop was laid there dead. The shadow came up. The, the shadow then took the picture or whatever flashed the, the dead cop and then that's how he got hey I'm this cop and I did this and blah 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 and he kind of replayed who he was everything that happened yeah yeah so with that like we don't know if maybe they'd get all of it or maybe they just get some of it like their main their main attributes so maybe it still could be the fact that it's not true but something about his friend I when he said I'm going to go going check, to go on, check something. on something yeah that shit ain't that shit ain't sitting right with me and that's also another thing cause it was like when he was saying I don't know if, if he's not a shadow that was before you know he said Even I'm that, check that's on something true. that was before so now when he came in and gave the password we don't know we don't know what did he go check on he didn't give us no details we ain't asked no questions demon bro this show's a whoever wrote this is a demon now my thing is tell this is fucking crazy but this this show is 25 episodes bro it's 25 episodes what how like what what is it what is what are these I hey look I ain't complaining until they get bad bro I ain't wearing no negativity coming out of me towards this show until they get bad how the fuck is this going to be played out in 25, bro? Ain't none of my business. <laughs> I need I need them twists and turns. <laughs> I need them. I need the whole thing, bro. Uh, go ahead. Just I'm not. You're not gonna hear me say one negative thing until they get bad. Uh, when it, my my thing is, I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know I what mean, what this 25 the, is going to be filled with. The thing is, is like, and here's here's the thing, and I'm I'm gonna say this right. I think. Because I came up with another theory. I I think just the natural state of this village is the curse. The shadows were always there. Mm-hmm. 
and that the people living there were never part of that village until you know they started to populate and try to get rid of the shadows right priest or, or whatever they wanted to do they were the ones who got rid of the shadows but the, the natural state of this village of this island were the shadows and mm. i think that's why the shadows constantly come back they like keep coming back like they invaded on they shit right so the shadows is like nah this is where we live this is what we do this is our place and, yeah because because you know, to be honest it can't be no other way what other reason would this even have to be what it is you know what i'm saying like yeah the, I, the, I think the only other thing they could give us is saying something like uh the people of this island got cursed for whatever reason mm-hmm. like ancestors got cursed for for doing some heinous act of violence oh or my god like some higarashi kind of shit right Ooh. But uh, either way, you know, I, I, either way, if they did that or gave us the fact that the the shadows were always here first, I'd take either one. I think your second. I think the latter is it. That they that the people of the village did something crazy. And yeah. Yes. I think they fucking did something horrific because that that. F- <laughs> Actually, let me check something going on any list. <laughs> what you doing? When they cry is one of the shows. Or Higurashi when they cry, yeah. Higura- I watched that first part. When they cry is one of the related shows. So to me personally, man, it, it might be. It just, I mean, because it has to do with murder. Essentially, I think that's why it's associated with it. But when you think about it, that makes probably the most sense as to what happened. They fucked this village did some heinous shit either back in the day or uh, recent enough to mm-hmm. where it would cause, you know, somebody of purity to be, quote unquote, a part of this to help cleanse the situation, i.e. give uh, Shinpei his power or whatever the situation is <clears throat> to hopefully fix this curse. But this has to do with something that this island did. Fuck, bro! What a theory, man! This is about to be great. What a I, I theory! Look, I ain't got no complaints. This shit is good. Uh, absolutely good. good. All right, man. That's a wrap. Better than that level fifty. Right. <laughs> we just finished talking about summertime rendering, all of its greatness. Let us know what your fan theories are. What you thinking? World domination. Another great episode. Not my episode of the week. Not polos either, but it was a good one. Real good. Spy family. Another great episode, man. Spy family is coming with some heat. Uh, we love it. Uh, let us know what you thought about that song Polo gave us during the break. We also got to know Mike Check Wife with the anime letdown. What was your biggest anime letdown? Ours were Twin Star X's anime and My Hero Academia. Uh, we also talked about Bubble. Get, got some spoilers going on in there. Let us let us know what you thought about Bubble. You love the music. You love the voice acting. You love the story. You like the Little Mermaid going on there. Uh, Polo uh, talked about his romance, his fascination, and then his little bit, slight disappointment in a couple of cuckoos. Um, Twin Star X has had two great chapters this week. Um, Doom Breaker, another one, another mama we I'm reading. And then Polo talked about the Duke of Death and his maid that he started watching and he just now um getting to finish and he wants he's ready for season two so already. Good, so good. I also picked up the last summer, let me know if you're picking it up. And then we also talked about Tamadachi game and it's kind of a flopping game. Mediocrity. It's alright. Um, episodes of the week, as we said, mine is trapped in a dating sim and Polo's a spy family, and that's been episode 150. I might check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok and Instagram. And as always, Mike Mike, Mike, Mike Check. check, check, check.
I ain't even gonna hold you. I took way too many notes. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.